scanning for audio. Welcome to a Tin Dog Podcast. Now, this time I'm talking about Zaltis. Yeah, the brand new release from Big Finish. It's a fifth Doctor story. Now, I'm going to try something slightly different with this review. First off, I'll split it into two. And in the centre of the review, I'll put the, the trailer. Because, basically, I want to talk about the story, but it might be slightly spoilery. So, basically, I suggest that you listen to the first bit of the review, which is me saying how great it is. Uh, That's a spoiler for the actual review. And then there'll be the trailer. And then afterwards, there'll be some more points, which I'd like to talk about, but I don't want to talk about until you've heard the story. Does that make sense? I would like that to make sense. So here we go. So first off, what's it all about? Well, the best way to do that is to, of course, deal with the synopsis. So here we go. In the Vortex, the TARDIS comes under a form of psychic attack resulting in the abduction first of Adric, then Tegan. Following their trail, the Doctor and Nyssa arrive under the lurid skies of the planet Zelsis, whose entire population has vanished in strange circumstances. Soon they discover that Zelsis is now a target of treasure seekers come to scavenge the so-called planet of the dead. Meanwhile, deep below the planet's surface, Adric learns the earth-shattering reason why the people of Zelsis have disappeared and why they were wise to do so. And Tegan is, quite literally, in the dark, enduring interrogation by the mysterious Claremond. Any friend of the Doctor's is Claremond's enemy, because theirs is a blood feud. Now the thing is, obviously I'm splitting this into two, I just want to say that this is a stormingly good story. I mean, seriously, I cannot emphasise enough how much this story doesn't match the massive pink cover. Yes, the cover that's on the download of the CD looks a bit, well, it looks terribly 1980s. Yes, it does look like, well, Thoros Beta. But you know what? And that's even mentioned in the story. It's luridly pink. Ignore that. Ignore the photo realistic painting on the front. Ignore all of that because this is a great story. Yeah, I've got nothing against photorealistic paintings. I don't know what I'm talking about. What I am talking about and what I am saying is that this is a brilliant, brilliant audio. Some people on the Big Finish forums, the not the Big Finish forums, you know, over in Divergent Universe, have said that, ooh, perhaps this story's a bit short. It's not short at all. I don't know what they're talking about. The episode length of the four stories, the two discs, are almost exactly the same length as a TV story. So, in fact, all they've done is they've gone, right, this story lasts as long as it needs to last. There's no extra padding. Yes, it leaves you wanting more, but that's more the gift of the storyteller. We do want more. We want more from characters that we may not be able to get more from. But that's possibly bordering in spoilerific territory. Basically, at this point in the review, all I want to say is that it is great. Yes, the things happen that I've just mentioned in the synopsis. They visit planets. It is the greatest 
TARDIS lineup. It's Adric, it's Tegan, it's Nyssa, it's the Fifth Doctor. But you've got so many really good characters and it feels so much like it's a story from the time. I mean, sometimes you wander a little bit off track and it doesn't feel right. And you know as a fan when something feels right and oh, this does. I cannot emphasize this enough. So yes, you've got Tegan on board a ship wandering around being a bit Bruce Willis knocking out grills with her feet, meeting people, rescuing people, but still acting completely within Tegan's defined areas of expertise. Basically, she's got none. She's not an adventurer. She's just someone who wanted to go home. But now, one of the things that we've always dealt with is that Big Finish take a storyline and character development and add it to the characters. Well, of course, that's what we've got here. Janet must be happy about this because that's what's happening. Tegan's character goes from, on TV, oh, I just want to go home to, oh, I'm having an adventure and I'll stick with you. And it kind of happens off screen. Well, this is the off screen. This is where it becomes more that she is the adventurer, well, more interested in adventure than we deal with. Oh, you'll understand when you hear it. So it evolves. It becomes what it is. And that's absolutely fine. So here's the trailer and I'll let you decide for yourself. And if you have already heard the audio, I'll speak to you on the other side of this. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions, Doctor Who, Zaltis. This is Zaltis. They call it the planet of the dead. You wondered what became of the inhabitants of Zaltis, Sable? Well, here's a few hundred thousand of them all in cryogenic stasis capsules. The Doctor traced the psychic attack on the TARDIS to this point. That's what brought us here in the first place. Tegan, where's she got to now? She's vanished too. This is a reminder that the incident is now two hours away precisely. How does 40 minutes suit you? As a head start, I mean. Head start? You want to make the hunt fun for them, don't you? Potential extinction level event. Extinction? Show me. Not for you, I'm afraid. For you, Tegan, time is most certainly up. Projections indicate it will enter Zaltis' atmosphere in one hour and 56 minutes. You've broken the first law of planetary isolation. The penalty is death. Doctor, you were too late. What? He's gone. Hadric's gone. Oh, no. finish we love stories so if you're listening to this you've heard the actual audio the real story and if you haven't seriously stop listening and go and get it look i'm not just exaggerating i'm saying go away because i want to talk about spoilers and i don't want to give them away because i go into reviews not knowing anything you see i get them a few days early And I deliberately don't read what the stories are about. I don't want to know. I want to experience the stories completely fresh. Because when you've got somebody who drinks blood turning up in a story, you go, oh, right, I get that. That's referencing all these other things that's going on. And yes, Adric reading Dracula in the first minute and a half of the storyline is just a bit of a giveaway. But we don't care because it's referenced back to a proper full circle story. Not full circle. Oh, you know what I mean. It's referencing back to Adric's own storylines and that makes more sense. Oh, and boy, your oh boy, is Adric great in this story. 
Matthew Waterhouse has seriously got his Adric head back on and it is working. But of course, there's one thing that distracted me and it's Rebecca Root's performance. Now, I listened to this on my phone while I was doing housework and then later on I listened to it in the car via a USB stick. And all of this is absolutely fine and dandy, but the sound quality does change. Yes, I listen to them on headphones, I listen to them through a TV, I listen to them through all different medium, and usually it's fine. Now, Rebecca Root, and I need to get this phrase correct, is a trans woman, i.e. biologically she used to be male, but has always identified herself as female. Perfectly acceptable. I like to think of it along the same lines as religion. If someone is brought up and born in one religion, they can be the fundamentalist or they can just be interested or they can just let it happen. However, if you change your religion as you grow older, you're usually very strongly identifying with that. That's what you have gone for. Now, obviously, you're not born with a religion. It's a, it's a worldview and things like that. But it, it does have certain parallels. But if you're a woman on the inside and eventually you become a woman all the way through, certain biological changes might have happened as you were growing up. We're talking voice modulation. And with Big Finish, you've got voice modulation acting going on. Now, Rebecca also, if you check out her website, deals with helping other transgender people uh, develop that their own voice. Now, there's no magic wand, and she's not a speech therapist, but she does give training into remodulating your voice, retraining yourself to sound more like the gender you always were on the inside. This makes complete sense. However, I was listening to this, and I knew none of it. And weirdly, when I was listening to the extras, Rebecca's speaking, and I'm identifying Rebecca's voice as female. But when I was listening to the story, the character, I identified it as male. And then they started in the story referring to her, the character as she. But the character had been in the story for a good episode and a half. And in my head, I'm thinking, well, are they referring to the person who's been knocked out or not? Now, perhaps when you listen to this, your sound mix might sound different on your equipment. And you know what? If that's the case, just ignore everything I've just said. Because at its core, you can ignore all of that. And what you can go for is the fact that Rebecca's performance is stormingly good. I mean, this is a great character. Grumpy, wonderfully violent and funny. Really funny. Genuinely, genuinely funny. So... Please feel free to ignore everything I've said because you know in yourself whether that moment on your equipment distracted you or not. Because let's face it, it takes a hell of a lot to distract you from a story this good. It's got werewolves, it's got psychics, it's got vampires. And it's the fact that there's a bright pink cover doesn't alarm you to any of that is great. So go in and listen to this story and experience it because I know you have. Because it's just a damn good tale. The sound design's great. The pacing's beautiful. So more of the same. And whether or not we can have more of the same characters, well, I'm not going to say a word because I know that some of you listen to this podcast all the way through and I'm not giving away spoilers like that. So until next time, when we'll probably be talking about Doctor Who, let's face it, it's on TV very soon. Be seeing you. That was the Doctor Who Tin Dog Podcast, available on iTunes, YouTube, Twitter, RSS, Vimeo, and across the internet. Doctor Who and its associated properties are all copyright and trademark of the BBC. No infringement is intended. Why not become a supporter by visiting patreon.com slash tindog. Contact the show on t
tin-dog at hotmail.co.uk. The Tin Dog Podcast is a founder member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. 